to the Mission LHC podcast, where you'll hear real conversations with a married couple that are on a mission to help other couples as they learn to love, honor, and cherish each other in all stages of marriage. My name is Heath Yearwood. And I'm Amanda Yearwood. And thanks for joining us as we laugh together and share our story together in hopes that we can be an encouragement to you. Welcome back to another episode of the Mission LHC podcast. We're all excited around the Yearwood House. It's December and it's time to start thinking about holidays. Well, actually, probably a little past time to start thinking about it. Um, I've done exactly zero shopping, so I'm trying not to stress about that, but... Here we are. <laughs> well, um, you know, when we think about the holidays, it's one of my favorite times. Isn't it kind of funny how it's the glass half full or the glass half empty that, you know, you anticipate Christmas the whole time. And then when it comes and it goes, it's kind of sad knowing you've got another 12 months until it comes back around. But it seems like the year just flies by again. And then we're at, at another Christmas. And this will be uh, how many Christmases for us? This will be our 28th Christmas together. Because uh, we ended up having a Christmas wedding, and that might be an episode for another <laughs> time. At least you don't have to decorate as much when you already have things. Well, I'm pretty sure that's why we chose it, because we were just so goofy in love. We were ready to get married quick, and Christmas was the next big holiday that decorations were easy to come by. And I tried to do that so I wouldn't have to buy but one gift, but I don't know that that always works. I'm just kidding. <laughs> just makes that one gift bigger. Uh, right. That. Well, that brings up when we did get married, uh, you know, our, our anniversary is December the 17th. <laughs> and uh, she she's looking at me trying to help me in case I was stumbling there. But uh, my uncle w- was playing the piano and he was unreal piano player. And he was playing all kind of Christmas carols and everything as he would play. But he was so talented and gifted, nothing was planned out. And I could still remember him up there. And there was a friend of ours that was helping him kind of there. And I remember him leaning over to her saying, give me, give me another song. And so she would say a song to him and he'd just start playing it. It's really a good thing we had him because we were just so not planners we had such a lack of planning we we didn't care we just wanted to be married yep and we did so we honeymooned right before christmas of course i had to be back like we've shared in another episode for a christmas tournament but uh <laughs> uh we, it, it was so this time of the year is uh, special for us not only because christmas but because our uh, anniversary is coming up as well but, you know, when we talk about this year and holiday preparation, it's different for you and I now with our kids out of the house and, and you know, they're doing their own thing. They come home to visit. But, uh, you know, we still look around the house and we started early always. <laughs> I was so excited. That really kind of makes me a little mad at myself for not having really any Christmas shopping done because, you know, I started early this year. I broke my rule. My rule has always been christmas tree after thanksgiving but this year we were just so excited to get the tree up i put the tree up early the decorations have been up for a while but it's like i'm in denial that christmas is coming well i think we got the bare minimum up and then that was almost going to be the, the extent <laughs> of it because uh, normally i hang wreaths outside and i hadn't put them up yet and then I was talking with Amanda this morning, and we were like, well, it's already midway through December, so we don't need to probably put them up for two weeks. 
<laughs> and uh, we always had some things, you know, when we think about Christmas, uh, what we'll talk about today is some of our best memories when we were children, then some of our memories that we've had as a married couple and, and parents with our children. And, um, and then we're going to talk about a little bit of the uh, stresses that are going in holidays. Holidays are great for a lot of people, but can also be a stressful time. And uh, But then, again, when we close this episode, we want to make sure everybody is focused on the reason for the season. And uh, I think if we keep God in mind and keep Him first during this time, it will help us to uh, not worry about a lot of the other things as much. And Absolutely, so, yeah. But, you know, saying that, Amanda, uh, you know, I can think back. I only I was the only child, and so some of my memories that I have was based on gifts that I was receiving or going to grandparents and playing with cousins and different things. But, um, you know, uh, what's some of the best memories that you have as a child? Um, as far as Christmas, Christmas, yeah. Christmas memories, I can think of lots of Christmas memories, but... It's kind of hard to narrow down my favorites. Now, I, a lot of times I think about that space of time where you're kind of teetering on, you know, is there really something uh, going on with the Santa thing? Is it real? Is it not real? You know, that, that point in time where you're older, but you're still young enough that you're naive enough to think, yeah, there might be something to this. I remember... Um, being whatever age that is and trying to hide underneath the couch and watch and of course dad found me you know <laughs> oh and i remember that trying to we had where our house we had bedrooms that was off the living room because we didn't have a huge house and i remember peeking in trying to see you know how the gifts got there and can you remember the anticipation the next morning when you would get up and of course I remember, you know, it might be 4 o'clock in the morning or 5 o'clock. Daddy and them had to try to set a time. And I didn't know sometimes that it took Santa Claus a long time to put the gifts together. I always thought they had been put together a long time before. But um, I think that's why they set uh, some rules at my house that I had to at least stay in bed till 5 o'clock. And if you get up, Santa Claus might not deliver something because... Those of you that know my brain, y'all imagine I probably didn't sleep a whole lot the night I, before. I bet you were hard to deal with on that <laughs> night. Just guessing. Yeah, yeah and uh, Santa Claus couldn't store stuff at our house. He had to wait and bring it at the last moment because <laughs> I would find it. But, uh, um, you know, I think back on some of the memories. See, I didn't have a sibling. And that, I'm sure, is some of your greatest memories is with you and your sister, probably. Some memories with Christmas. And, you know, how did that go with one of you being, your sister being a little older than you? Or mm -hmm. did Christmas morning, waking up, those kind of things. How did that go with you? Oh, absolutely. Well, my sister and I always had a routine anyway, even non-Christmas days. We, we shared a room always together and um, when we were little our agreement was whoever woke up first had to sing to the other one until the other one woke up and then we would hug and you know get up and go wherever so Christmas really was no different and um, you know <coughs> of course running into the living room to find the gifts and everything that was always fun now did santa bring you to a lot of the same gifts growing up or did y'all get a lot of separate i didn't know how siblings were oh, yeah. a lot of things yeah we got a lot of the same things. so when you got the same things you had to open them at the same time you know right and, and I, that's probably why i make our kids open the their equivalent 
presents at the same time. Yeah, know? I remember laying them out like that for them. And, you know, the big gift usually would be last sometimes. And they would have to open them at the same time so they wouldn't be surprised. But So you and your sister had this where you would sing to one another or ki- and then hug or kiss mm-hmm. uh, each other. Yeah. Now, did that last as you got to teenagers or did that quit before then? Oh, well, by the time we were teenagers, no. It, 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 did you wake really up with a slap or a hit or a... Uh, <laughs> Well, we were never just super terrible to each other, but it certainly wasn't the same. But, I, you know, I'm still close with my sister. He, I mean, you know that we lived side by side when we were little girls. We always said we would live by each other, and we do, you know. So my sister is my best friend and always will be. So it's a good thing. Now, I, thinking back to Christmas memories, I would say... And this is maybe kind of odd because I thought really when we were talking about planning this episode, I thought, you know, I'm going to think about all the special gifts I remember getting that were memories. And I do have those, but really probably the, the Christmas that stands out the most to me is the Christmas that Granny made house coats for our mom and dad. So, I mean, just kind of rewinding time and thinking about that. So, my sister and I, we're young, and of course we don't have any money, but just the idea of us giving a gift to our parents instead of just getting gifts. And so, my grandmother, I'm sure it was her idea, you know, and so she, I remember going to the um, fabric store and planning this and, and Granny bought a pattern for house coats and we picked out material. It was like a brown velvet material and Granny made house coats for Mom and Dad. And I remember being so excited for Mom and Dad to open those on Christmas morning. Well, you know, that says a lot about your grandmother because she <laughs> knew that and, and the was probably trying to teach you a valuable lesson during the oh, end yeah. about giving. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, and I'm sure your family used them, you know. Oh, yeah. I'm I'm pretty sure Dad wore his until it was threadbare, yes. <laughs> well, uh, I'm like you. You know, I was thinking back to some of the gifts that I got, and I can remember one Christmas I had a really good Christmas. I uh, must have been a great kid that year. You know, Santa Claus helped me out. But I remember my mom working across the road at a store to make extra money for Christmas and different things. And uh, this is what's wrong with me today. Amanda says I have a lot of useless information <laughs> that's taken up the Your brain my space. brain space. <laughs> and uh, I remember them buying me a this like a, a big stereo console that had like all built in. That had a record player on top and the two big speakers that's probably about three feet tall, four feet tall, <laughs> and had a radio in it and cassette player and all this kind of stuff. And I remember. Uh, I would play that music in my room all the time. And Amanda says, I might not can tell you anything about uh, something that really matters, but I can tell you every song lyric that, yes, that came can. out in the 60s and 70s or 80s. If that, I don't know if that game show still exists, but if Name That Tune was still a thing, I would try to get you on it with yeah, some money. I, I would be better on that than Jeopardy. So <laughs> your family would do well on Jeopardy, and uh, I would do well on Name, Name that, that Tune. tune. <laughs> and... Uh, but that was a good one. I remember, you know, I can always think back on that. I could still see the bow they had it wrapped in and everything, you know, that day. And I just couldn't believe it when I went in there. But then I was thinking about my grandparents. And life was a lot different at both of those places. Um, my mother's family, there was 
three brothers and sisters, and, and only uh, her one brother had any children. So I had three cousins there, and then I was the only child, so there was only four kids. Now, at the Yearwoods, they had, uh, my dad had seven brothers and sisters, so you imagine how large that group went. So gifts were not as abundant from the grandparents there because there were so many people. But when I look back at that, a lot of the memories I have are some of the greatest memories there. I mean, as a kid, you're thinking, you know, well, you just gave me a, a peppermint stick and something else. But now looking back as an adult, you appreciate, you know, what they did and what they gave you. But more importantly, it was the time of fun memories that we have playing outside and the meals that we had. And, the, the you know, again, we said this in other episodes, people didn't come to leave and rush to some other place. They came and they stayed. And, you know, I, I don't know what's changed. I don't know our hustle and bustle that we have. Everything is so crazy. Well, it you know it, it just didn't seem like there was as much going on and the family stayed the part of that i remember staying that would be like on christmas eve a lot of times we would do something there and i remember daddy and them taking us home we'd have to leave at a certain time to get home in case santa was coming <laughs> and uh but I, I just remember some of those kind of things. But again, the times that we had together with my grandparents and aunts and uncles and everybody, that, that's what sticks out now. It's, you know, you think back, it was the presence you thought was important, but not so much. Yeah, yeah. Well, let's think about our first Christmas together. So I remember us. All right. So our our first Christmas was our. Uh, we'd only been married a week. Yeah. yeah. And we'd only met. We met, <laughs> and we didn't tell a lot of people this, but we'd only been together several months. Yeah, we'd met that summer, and we got married a week before Christmas. So we'd never had a Christmas together. So <laughs> no. we were married before we ever had a Christmas. So we like when we celebrate this Christmas as our twenty eighth Christmas, we. Uh, have more Christmases than we have anniversaries. Right. But, yeah. So anyway, I remember one of the big things I remember about our first Christmas. Of course, we didn't have any money. Um, we got a real tree. We got a real tree that year. You um, sure we didn't chop it down out of the woods? We may <laughs> have actually. We have done that before. I think yes. we did. Um, but do you remember we made our ornaments? Do you remember doing yes. that? Yes. Yeah. We so, painted them. Uh, we bought some. We had, it was those red, red and green, green satin ones. balls. And then we paint. Like with glue and glitter. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You might be a redneck. Yeah, but they're, they're ours and I loved them. And so we made our own ornaments and uh, that was a good time. Uh, good memories there. And then, of course, we only had a few Christmases before, you know, Blake came along. I guess he was there our third Christmas maybe. Um, that Christmas kind of sticks out to me because his first Christmas, I remember being stressed out with all the gift buying and trying to figure out, you know, what to give family because now, you know, you buy for parents and, and siblings and cousins and aunts and uncles, you know, just trying to at least, you know, give something as a thought, you know, we were thinking of you, but uh, money was so tight, I remember... The one thing that I wanted to get Blake, and he was just a baby, um, was a it was a Sesame Street wagon. Do you remember that little yeah. wagon? And uh, I finally found it at Kmart. Do you remember we used to have a Kmart? I found Did it. Did you put Kmart. it on layaway? 
I didn't put it on layaway, but I did have to put it on our credit card. And I remember crying about it because it was, uh, I think it was $30 or like $29 and something. And we didn't have $30 to just buy it outright. So we had to buy it on the credit card. Um, but I remember that standing out. Um, you know, I think about that with the kids. And then another one I think about with Bailey when we had her. And then looking back at some of our Christmas videos and stuff and watching their joy. And you remember, I remember not understanding until you had children of your own, but you really didn't care if you had a gift on Christmas, if you could give them stuff and watching their joy of seeing their gifts that Santa Claus had brought. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, watching them on things like that. And, and what and I can remember uh, the stressful time about the Jeep. You remember that? Yes, the Barbie Jeep saga. Yeah. We, because she wanted Bobby Jeep. Yeah. She, Bobby Jeep is what she wanted. And so that has a whole deal. We were going to buy a Jeep. Uh, we <laughs> Santa Claus bought one that was used. <laughs> that, that was, did not work. <laughs> and after we, he gives it to us and we look, it doesn't work. <laughs> so now we're in a panic mode and we have to go and get a Barbie Jeep. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and... So, and this yeah. that's the funny thing because you know you think the man's supposed to be able to do all these things well first of all y'all know my brain <laughs> i there's nothing more torturous than me to have to sit and try to read instructions and follow them verbatim to put stuff together now amanda that's where blake's mechanical engineer brain comes from she can do that and it's okay so uh we swap roles on that night and uh, you put together the Jeep oh, all night. Yeah. yeah, it took... I mean, why didn't we do it beforehand? I mean, who knows? Maybe because we... Santa didn't bring it any sooner. <laughs> oh, but I remember staying up all night that night putting that Barbie Jeep together. And you had to wrap the presents because it took it took most of the night to... Yeah, and, and they yeah. were beautiful presents, I, I must say. <laughs> and uh, But then the box that the Jeep came in... Uh, this is where we really realized all your planning that you think is going to be great. Bailey wouldn't drive the Jeep. She wouldn't even drive the Jeep. She was scared she of was it. She was scared of it. So <laughs> for a year, I mean, for a while, Bailey wouldn't drive the Jeep. She would ride a shotgun with Blake. So the big brother's in the pink Jeep having to drive her around the yard. and uh, <laughs> Which he had a different little car. But, but yeah. back to the box, what, she didn't want to drive the Jeep. But, boy, she loved the box, and Blake loved the box. It oh, yeah, the they best. played more in the box than ever. So we've said we could have went and got a big box, and they would have been this happy. But, you know, when she got used to her Jeep, Blake had a little, uh, uh, like it? a dune buggy Jeep yeah. that he would drive, and she would drive that. And there's no telling how many miles they put on in the yard out there. And, you know, I remember being so scared when, when, they, when they were driving those. But you remember how slow they oh, were? Yeah. It was just really slow, but it was terrifying. And little did we know we would blink and they would be driving out the driveway in a real car. And that's another memory Ooh, for that's a, a whole, a whole other other story. story. Mm. But that's some of the best memories I can think about them. And then, you know, the older they got, the harder it became to find what they would like and different things. Which I will say this. Now, everybody has their own philosophy on buying gifts and how to approach the Santa thing with you know knowing that christmas what christmas is really about but our 
our mode of operation, our philosophy became and how we handled it with the kids, we let them make a list, but they could make a list of three things that they wanted for Christmas. And our justification was baby Jesus got three gifts. And so you can ask for three gifts. Now we still do stocking stuffers and stuff like that, but it really simplified things for us and they could narrow down what they wanted. And, and also we could tie in the real story of Christmas. Right, and they they were good with that, and you know I remember the stockings and those kind of things. They always enjoyed. Um, <laughs> now, when you said stockings and enjoying the stockings, random thought here. I remember um, at my dad's parents' house, so that set of grandparents, Granny and Papa Holbrooks. I remember the most excited kid to go through the stockings was my grandfather. <laughs> So Aunt Judy, I remember her buying him this gigantic stocking. So there were stockings on the mantle that were, you know, all of our stockings, the kids' stockings. But then there was one gigantic one, and that was Papa's. And he was like, he was more excited than we were to dig through the stocking. Well, do you remember the one year the <laughs> stocking uh, something was burned or got threw away? It was at your, uh, was it your grandmother Holbrooks or something, and they cleaned up? I don't remember There was some that, kind of, yeah. there wasn't a stocking, but it was something that came out of the stocking like it was a money or a gift, <laughs> and somebody ended up throwing theirs away, because when you gather up all the all paper. All the trash, yeah. But, um, but you know, the, the holidays can have their greatness, and that's something that we like to focus on, and the good times, and, and the gifts, and all that, and, you know, I think, again, the, the what you did, coming up with the three gifts, and we agree on that with the kids, I think that kind of helped tie it back in, but... You know, I think back a lot of times, holidays, and a lot of you out there listening to this, uh, you may experience this. Holidays for my family growing up, again, my mom was a great lady and my dad's a great guy, and they did everything to make the holidays great, but a lot of times my mom suffered from depression, and I told you about her having a, a addiction to prescription drugs and stuff. The holiday season sometimes would be a, a stressful time because I'm sure we didn't have a lot of money and that fell on my mother a lot of times to try to buy the gifts and what we have and we want to spend and don't don't have to spend. And I'm sure that was stressful. And then uh, going to the different grandparents and trying to buy gifts for all of them and everything as well. But mom would get real stressed out at Christmas sometimes and then there would be a lot of holidays that she wouldn't make it, that we would have to come up with the story of mom's not feeling well, she wasn't there, different things. And I remember me and my dad going to different holidays sometimes, going to my grandmother's sometimes without mom. And, you know, that triggers me, I guess, when I think back to this time of the year and when we were discussing this episode, it wasn't really a part of what we were wanting to talk about. But I do feel that, that a lot of people out there, if we went through that, there's people out there that's probably dealing with that too. And as I was re researching a little bit on it, you know, I started finding out there's a whole lot of people that goes through stress during the holidays. And here's just some statistics. It said by December the 13th, which means to, uh, tomorrow, we're filming, we're doing this on, I think, today's the, today's the 12th. 12th. Yeah. So it said that 31% of the people are stressed out at that point already. December the 18th, it goes from mild stress to severe stress. And December the 25th is the height of the stress. And it was talking about, in the article, it was out of the uh, New York Post, it was talking about it. What are some of the things, when you think about what are some of the things you think stresses you out? And I'll tell you if it's something they hit on. What, when you think, Amanda, 
holiday stress. Holiday stress. For me, holiday stress is shopping because I hate to shop. I don't like to shop. I hate it. And uh, <laughs> my mom would have also, this would have taken stress <laughs> off of her because Amanda, y'all, is the greatest shopper ever. She, you know, all the other people go to the uh, Black Friday sales and they, as soon as Christmas is over and they the next day when they have all the sales and returns and all that, you know, most people are up early going, not my wife. I look in there and she might be on the computer doing the cyber sales. cyber sales and she's working on all that stuff so she enjoys that of course the internet has always been around so i had to have other solutions before the internet do you remember when the kids were real small before the internet um i would go on like the tuesday before thanksgiving because you know a yeah. lot of people a lot of stores would go ahead and mark down their inventory before they were closed on thanksgiving day so i would take off work on that Tuesday and just spend all day and just make myself do it all mm -hmm. and of course I would be ill as a hornet by the time I got home that night um you know when we we were talking about that brought up a, a, a stress for us one time now I may have this backwards or messed up but didn't we almost with Christmas uh wasn't there like an ice storm or something going on did we end up at your sister's oh yeah yeah we got snowed in yeah the, the we knew the power was going to go off and we lived in a trailer out in the middle of nowhere. Yeah, and they lived in town right beside one of the substations, so they rarely lost power. And um, Blake was little, little and Brett was a baby. Um, and so we went there to spend the night, and um, we had Christmas morning with them. <laughs> yeah, and uh, but, but see, that's memories. That's what we talk about. They opened their house up for us, and we had fun together, and... They probably even shared some of their gifts that oh, they sure had. They did, yeah. But uh, I remember that. It, that made it, you know, so that was stressful. Mm -hmm. But it was talking about other things. You know, what can you do uh, to help on stress during this time? So if stress is getting any of you, and, I'm, and it affects everybody to a degree, but it talked about try to keep as normal habits as possible. And I got to thinking about that. You know, I'm a creature of habit. If I wake up at four in the morning to go work out, even on days off, I like to continue to do that routine most of the time because if I, I always feel guilty for some reason when I'm out of school for a week or so and I feel like I'm doing something wrong if I'm just sitting around the house or not doing anything. But it talked about try to keep normal routines because that's what starts changing people's mind a little bit when they're just laying around. And, so and you're telling me i got to keep the alarm clock on. you got to keep the alarm clock on. <laughs> now, you don't have to do it, but you can set it a little, uh, a little <laughs> bit later. But it talked about plan ahead for stressful situations. You know, finances, if we know that we want to spend X amount of money, try to plan accordingly during that year a little bit. But uh, we know that always can't happen because there's always emergencies that come up. Unexpected things. Yeah. If you've got difficult family conversations, you know, there's sometimes situations, if you have large families, there may be some uncomfortable situations or something that's happened. You know, try to take care of those or try to be thinking about, you know, how those conversations can go. And expectations, you know, leading into it, like you said, I think setting the three gifts and different things, it didn't just come out of control like a lot of places. You know, a lot of people just, it's almost wanting to buy happiness. Mm. And uh, yeah. I think we set that expectation. If, if we set it too high for our kids growing up, they're going to have even greater expectations as they get married and have their own families and different things. So hopefully we've set some boundaries with that. Some of the things you've talked about, make me think about 
how much this crosses over into the territory of counseling when I'm working with kids that are struggling with anxiety, they're very anxious about a situation coming up, um, or they're stressed out about it. And one of the things we do, um, you know, I talk with them about, all right, let's, let's play worst case scenario. What could is the worst possible outcome? And we'll talk about that. And then we'll talk about, well, what's the best possible outcome? And then just talking about that the reality is it's probably going to be somewhere between those two things. And then even going so far as to, you know, help that person plan an escape. And, and by escape, I mean, you know, you're in a stressful situation. Maybe it is with family. Maybe you're in, in you know, the middle of the living room and, it's, and the air's getting thick. Your, you know, your escape from that is dismissing yourself just simply to the restroom for a minute to collect yourself. You know, there are lots of little things you can do to de-stress in the moment. Well, that brings up the very last thing that I read in that article. It was, what, what can you do? It said, take time to play. Mm -hmm. And it's not talking about like we as kids go outside and play, but sometimes it may be exercise. Sometimes it's time alone. Mm -hmm. Because if you're all cooped up in the house together, the family's all back together in one unit, and it said music's the number one relaxer. So see, that's why I like my radio. That That is a proven fact. And I, I say that all the time. Music, humming, or whistling, those are that that's number one in a stress reliever, which always is interesting to me. You know, I'm a people watcher. So when I see people, like let's say in Walmart, that are humming or whistling, I always wonder, okay, are they really super happy or are they stressed out about something and they're self-soothing? I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> uh, then it said the, the second, so 53% of people felt that relaxing was with music. 45% felt TV or watching a movie or something like that was there. And I said, we get a lot of that during Christmas time. We watch a lot of TV shows and uh, I think I finally figured out the plots to the Hallmark movies. That <laughs> After all these years, all you these finally years, figured it I out. finally figured it out. They're going to come back to their hometown and they're going to just ditch the degree that took them seven years to get with being a lawyer, a doctor, and they're just going to come back and run the family business of whatever. <laughs> and uh, nobody's upset about that. The mom and daddy, the grandma and grandpa that had Everybody's to pay for happy. it, everybody's happy. And uh, the very last one, it talked about, uh, you know, sometimes our snacks and different things. Uh, now, what's a kind of ironic, it said we enjoy eating and snacks and stuff kind of as a de-stressor. Mm -hmm. But one of the other things talked about, it's one of the biggest stressors that we have is what we eat as well. Because during the whole year, you kind of try to limit what you're eating and cut back a little bit. And, and it said that caffeine, people overload on coffee and, and energy drinks and Cokes and stuff during that time. And a lot of people don't have as much sugar and sweets and all that junk food during the normal year. They eat fruits and vegetables. Now, that's not talking to me, of course. <laughs> but um, then then during the holidays, you're eating like you're grazing a whole lot. You go by and you're eating. And it said, well, it throws your body chemistry off. And then you have uh, guilt because you haven't been doing right. Kind of like that sweet potato dessert I finally learned to make that my grandmother makes. It's so good. It basically has like... I don't know, 99 cups of sugar and two sticks of butter, but it's well, so I've, good. I've learned that all of your desserts, Amanda, I, I've hindered her cooking over the years because she loves to cook, but I'm such a picky eater, but she can really cook well when she wants to, and 
but you put cream cheese in a lot of things, and if you put cream <laughs> cheese and sugar and butter and all that in, everything tastes pretty good. Cream cheese fixes everything. Yeah, whether it's savory or sweet. So, uh, <laughs> and, and it's great. So some of her sweets are unreal, but so those are some things coming up and stressors that are out there. But the biggest thing is, is just try to find some alone time, kind of calm down a little bit, and enjoy that. But main thing is is during this time with all the other stuff going on i hope you can enjoy your family hope you can have some great memories together and don't take anything for granted because uh you know again we've said on another episode leading into thanksgiving we've all lost loved ones we've lost friends and things that are that's you know from the past couple of years so enjoy the time we have together we're not guaranteed of tomorrow and again the number one thing going in, into this is the reason for the season and, uh, you know, Santa Claus and all that kind of stuff is great. But uh, don't don't forget to leave God in it and let him be the focal point. Absolutely. And, uh, you know, just have a Luke 2, 10 through 14 said, And the angel said unto them, Fear not, for behold, I bring you good tidings of great joy, which shall be to all people. For unto you born in this day in the city of David a Savior, which is Christ the Lord. And this shall be a sign unto you. You shall find the babe wrapped in swaddling clothes, lying in a manger. And suddenly there was an angel, uh, suddenly there was a host praising God and saying, "Glory to high, glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace, goodwill towards men." So in that scripture, when we talked about stress, we talked about anxiety, we talked about all that. In the verse ten, it talks to him about bringing great joy. Uh, it talks about uh, down in the other one uh, in verse 14, glory to God in the highest and earth and on earth peace, goodwill towards men. So peace and joy are two of the things that we hope for all of you this Christmas season. And uh, all the other things are going to be out there. But if we keep our focus on him, he gave us promise in Luke 10, 10 through 14. That's right. Well, thanks everyone for being with us and um as you hopefully get to make it home for the holidays this season we hope you take some time to spend with family and more importantly spend some time with god <laughs>